You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Pit Pass Radio. America's weekly motorcycle talk show. I got me a date with some of the motocrosses up around the way. Your source for weekly updates on what's happening in the world of motorcycle racing. You know how fast you're going? Industry news, trends, the people involved. I'm Ricky Carmichael. This is Kevin Schwartz. This is Josh Timoth. This is Kelly Smith. This is Travis Latron. This is Jeremy McGrath. And now, Pit Pass Radio. All right, hello again, everybody. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. Scott Casper, Tony Wink, Roman Avita, PJ Duran in studio here. Our contributors include, as always, Chris Bishop, Tommy Boy Halverson, and uh, uh, Jack and Leanne DeLeon producing our program both on internet and radio. This is Pit Pass Radio, brought to you in part by our friends at Front Porch Media. The first time I've said that, and you'll be hearing it a lot over the next coming years. We appreciate our friends at Front Porch Media. On the program tonight, we have uh, Max Gersten, uh, we have Michael, uh, and, and, and I'm, am I saying this right? Michael Diallo? Is, is that right, Tony? Is that what you've got, Michael Diallo? Yes, sir, I believe so. Okay. Josh Strang, Stranger's going to be joining us, bottom of hour number one. Rory O'Neill, and you remember him from some kind of a Farley Castle race that he dragged Tony into, and I'm not sure if that's a, is that what's going on? We're going to talk a little bit about Farley Castle. Or oh, yeah, it's, it's coming up. I'm, I was planning on going, but I'm not going to make it this year uh, due to some circumstances, but Beyond your Ro- Rory O'Neill, it, no, they're in my control, but. <laughs> I just decided Chose not go. to do anything. <laughs> and Jake Johnson, we have Jake Johnson booked on the program as well. Before we go to him, let's go to uh, breaking news. Uh, we'll start with PJ Duran. PJ, the only new the the road racing world was quiet this weekend, but we did have the uh, Peoria um, Peoria TT, and Mr. Henry Wiles is now officially the Prince of Peoria. Fourteen in a row, he passes Chris Carr on the all-time winners' lead. That's uh, amazing. It is amazing. He had a, quite a battle, um, but he pulled it off in the end. All right, so good An job. Amazing result from Henry Wiles. A regular guest on the program, and we're lucky to have him, but, uh, you know, he's, he's a performance king. You know, he gets the most out of his equipment. Without right. doubt, he does. Hmm. So uh, congratulations to Henry Wiles. With that, let's go to Roman Avila. Breaking news from you, Roman. Uh, so uh, over the weekend, we had the motocross race at Bud's Creek, uh, where we crowned uh, a first-time champion in the 250 class as far as Aaron Plessinger goes. Uh, clinched it after the uh, the first moto, essentially. Um, How about a choke in the second moto? Well, you man, know. he just like Thanks. absolutely rode like Roman out there. <laughs> wow. Maybe not as bad as you. But. You're gonna have to talk to him at some point. No, I think it's awesome though because the guy just dominated. He was in yeah, he the driver's it. seat the whole the whole year. And he'll admit it. I mean, it's he didn't look like AP out there. He looked like somebody else. No, and, and, and I think a lot fell of fell down. Just the metal. Oh, for the, sure. The yeah. mental 
strain was was off of him and his concentration wasn't where it was should be but we were talking about uh, travis pastrana and others joining up for uh team yeah not team usa puerto rico team, team puerto rico and but that has changed a little that bit. has changed a yeah. little bit and uh my favorite all-time writer who i uh who i fangirl over every time we have him on besides me we don't care about tony yeah. anyway um <laughs> is kevin windham will be so k-dub yeah k-dub has asked i've gotten an email from k-dub since the last time he was on he asked that you not talk directly <laughs> to him and that's okay i mean have you seen his hair i wonder if he even yeah. can get a helmet on i don't know why or, I couldn't. or this a lot of hair but <laughs> i wonder how many sizes he went up with that hair grizzly though. adams did we know. have more news from from europe so so europe mxgp is switzerland uh hurlings wins dominant Hands fashion down. again one one um Cairoli was off the podium and um, he sustained a knee injury. That's to be determined the severity of it. Um, he had a slight stall and a crash over a, a basically a hill jump. So um, we'll wait and see how that goes. But I, I think this is Hurling's title to lose as far as that goes. This is our first opportunity to even mention this. Uh, but uh, young Molly Tibbetts here in Iowa, this has made national news. Uh, was found dead after uh, an extended period of time. Everybody was looking for her, uh, including uh, Mike Pence, our, our, our vice president, uh, and many, many others. But it was determined uh, that there has been an arrest, and a young man who is an illegal alien uh, has admitted to killing her and, uh, and, 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 and hiding her body. So our, our thoughts, our hopes, our dreams, our, our greatest uh, wishes are with the Tibbetts family. Uh, moms and dads and brothers and aunts and uncles. It's a, it's a terrible situation, but Brooklyn, Iowa, as it always does, will rise again like the phoenix from the ashes, and they will be stronger because of it, and the memory of Molly Tibbetts will go on, and we dedicate this program to her. Tony? I appreciate that. Um, we were talking about motocross. Just switch it back there, Roman, and you talked about the 250 class. Eli Tomac puts him in a situation where um, – there was, this is a this was big because Eli Tomac went three one for the overall. Ken Roxon went one three for second, but Marvin went two four for third. So so Ken Eli yet again extends his points lead just a smidge. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it's we know that we've seen it have, where he had that mechanical and it was it was big deal. But I tell you, who really impressed me was Blake Baggett. He was on he, fire. He went five he, two. He dug down in that second moto. Dude, that, he, that guy moto. was ripping. And you know who I want to do? I, I want to bring in our first guest, Scott, if you don't mind, because Not at all. because Rory O'Neill, who's with um, uh, Team International Air Hammer, my uh, my hero, at least in when we're in England, um, over, over the pond, here. over the pond. Yes, <laughs> I really am fond of him. And Rory. Oh, so you're moving Rory up to the number one spot? If you don't mind, because Rory knows okay. he's forgotten more about motocross than any of us know here, and this is all we do. So oh, we got uh, about five minutes to fill. So let's go ahead and put Rory in there. Awesome, Rory. What's up, Rory O'Neill joins us. How are you, Jack? Can you bring can Rory? Can you bring up? Rory up so he can hear us and we can hear him? I think he's okay. Rory, are you there? Yeah, yeah. Hey, thanks Greg. for having me on, guys. You sound good and loud. Nice to hear from you. Yeah, I'm good like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, what do you think? Okay, we, we've covered a few things since you've been listening. Uh, first off, PJ, what do we cover? Uh, Henry Wiles. Henry Wiles. Henry Wiles. Flat that check was a race. big one. Big deal, right? 
Yeah, that, that's pretty impressive. Isn't it 14 in a row now yeah. or something? 14 wow. in a row. He passed Chris Carr. That's no joke. Literally anyone passed him. Literally passed him. If you can say that out loud, you have said something. So literally and figuratively passed him. Yep, absolutely. Nice. Well, that's, a, that's a, if you're going to make a statement, do it nice and loud. Whatever Carr really feels about it. Carr, inside. Res- Carr respects that. He's got <laughs> I to. I know. We talked yeah. to him last week, and he was like, he didn't he, really talk about very it. Very graceful, much. but you got to, you know what I mean? When somebody passes your Somebody's, all time, you're yeah, known uh-huh. for it record. It's been there forever. <laughs> yeah. And not anymore. T- in a long time, not, not just a, a five year old yeah, record. Since it's, the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. It was out there. Chris is still competitive, though. Roy, you, you, whose style do you like uh, more, Henry or, or Chris Carr? Uh, I'm kind of in old school stuff, so I, I guess I'd have to go with Carr, but um, I don't know. They're all pretty bad. Flat track's a pretty uh, pretty cool thing. I grew up in Ireland, so we didn't have flat tracks, so I always looked to the bikes, thought they were cool, thought the guys that rode them and that. Were you, from a, were you from a poor family, a disadvantaged family that could not afford to go to flat track races? They didn't have them. <laughs> they Simply did. didn't have them. Yeah, I, I guess. If not having them means that I couldn't go. You were poor. Okay. I guess I was poor, yeah. Tony's eating a pizza yeah, toast. They, but Here's the thing. Here. I'm actually eating a, some yeah. leftover pizza from Papa Kino, wherever that is. Papa we Kino's. just ate dinner. We yeah yeah but there was pizza and they said help yourself to pizza so I've got a cup of One coffee slice left I've got a yeah so I'm eating a cold slice of pizza and a, mm. drinking a cup of coffee here in the studio and I got to tell you Rory you're you're living up to your name snack time that's right. snack time <laughs> hey so, hey hey <laughs> hey that's fat Albert not that's snack damn time damn right excuse me I Rude. didn't mean to say that sorry all right we talked about AP winning the 250 class total bomb the second moto what are you you saw that I'm sure. I actually didn't. I read about it today, though, on the internet. I was uh, busy building bikes for Farley, but I'm stoked because he's riding a Yamaha. You know, yeah. anybody that wins on a Yamaha, I'm going to pull for. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was it was quite a deal. Eli Tomac can't be stopped, though. But man, I like I said earlier, the Blake Baggett's five-two performance. He came in so fast. Second moto, man. I'm I'm telling you, is Blake Baggett up for a ride or what? Because that was that was impressive. Yeah, he ended up second in one moto. Is yeah, that what it was? second second moto. Roy he passed did. everybody wow. except for Eli. I mean, he came through. He, he looked like Eli on a KTM. It was impressive. Well, he looked like the old El Chupacabre <laughs> in the second moto. Is yeah, really how that worked. There's no doubt about it. When that dude's on, he's on. You know what I mean? But it's just a matter of him putting his season together, I guess. There, if he was on every weekend, he'd be champion. You know? Yeah. Well, and this year he is probably the most down year he's had since he's been with. Uh, that team, you know, and I just, I don't understand what the deal is. If it's a setup or it's him or overtraining or, or what, but Rory, when are you guys, uh, when are you guys getting ready to, to take off with Farley? Well, I started packing last night, so, uh, I leave in a week and a half, but I got a bunch of work I got to go out of town for. And some of the boys are already over there in England building bikes and getting things ready and, so, uh, and then Paul leaves, I guess, the first week of September. So we're all over the place. So who's uh, who's on the team this year, Rory, besides yourself? Uh, well, your number, number 110, the, the number that you made legendary. Thank we you. Have Rob legendary. In there for you. <laughs> who? You know? Rob Stringer, you remember the big unit? So, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he's in there riding for you. And then I'm 111, of course. And Lee Jackson is riding 112. 
Mossy is still there on 113 bike. What's he riding? Is, uh, Mossy's riding 490. We're all riding 490s pretty much, except okay. Lee's riding a WR500, which is basically an updated 490. Uh-huh. Because, uh, you know, they changed the rules a little bit this year. You can ride a bike up to 96 in the Evo team race. So and your then, design uh, on this year is to actually wait, win. Wait, wait, wait. So I could ride my CR500 if it wasn't the Team International Air Hammer team that you're... Yeah. If we weren't a Yamaha team, Tony, you could probably ride a, five, a CR500. But the fact that we are, kind of, it kind of messes that program up a little bit. The That's chassis is so much bigger on the CR500, and it just seems to fit a slightly larger-framed fella like myself. Slightly you should see me larger. on a 500, though. I mean, it's, that 490, I was, I was trying. It's much wider. The seat's very comfortable. 490 is much more like a mini bike for me, but the 500, <laughs> bung, gung, gung, uh, all the way around. You, you're on the 490 pretty angry. Like, <laughs> I saw you on the throttle, flipping French dudes off the ground like cheese omelets and things. Like I don't know. I mean, is that the way you're going to ride a C.O.R. as well? Well, here's the deal, man. If you're, okay, If I don't care if you are French. If you're going to come in to turn number two, yeah. three, whatever it was, and lean on the guy, the one guy in the whole class that looks like a a, a, a deep freeze, right? You're not going <laughs> to lean on a deep. You don't. You don't try to stuff a minivan. You're saying like a freezer chest. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm okay. three times the size of old Frenchie here, and he's coming in on me like he's. Well, the French Pepe are, Le Pew, like French, he's got something the, for yeah, me. He's, he's is, getting even hey, for past the, dude, and, I'm, and I just, I was so pissed, and <laughs> I'm like, get out of there! And he's coming in on me, and I'm like, this bozo doesn't. Uh, yep, yep, we're Tony, upside down. Tony, to be fair, the French as a people are much slighter. They're very slight people. I disagree. So I'm just saying, I don't know what you mean by slighter. They're small, he, smaller, he oh, more diminutive, huh? He apologized to you. Wait, you saw how big you were. Yeah, with a French <laughs> accent, though. <laughs> yeah. So it didn't count. So he, anyway, the guy comes in on me like just, and so we we end up in a heap, right? And I'm mad. And I don't know if you can tell, but when I flipped my motorcycle up like it was a, a bicycle, and uh, I literally like bunny hopped the thing, like half piped the thing around and took off. I was, I was angry. I was mad. You went over in the pits, and I know you did this. You went over in the pits and knocked over a bottle of uh, Chianti. That's uh, not true, actually. When I got done, I was so fat and winded that year. I was, laid, I was laid big down. that year. He laid down. I was big that year, wasn't I? We, we were talking about this he on the way in. like a boss, though. <laughs> Rory, we were talking about this on the way in. Tony and I were from Winterset. We carpooled. Yeah, we were talking about... Uh, when we knew that you were going to be on and everything, we were chatting. I was like, "Dude, I think you're a little bit bigger than you." He's are like, now. "You were big that year. You were big. <laughs> I know small fry now, but no, but you look good. I, I looked like a beach whale when I was. There's pictures in Racer X and me just tank, like just laying there, like you, you know, like a big. fat drunk on the back of a boat. Well, after you all knew day. you're big when it takes two pages. Uh huh. Sure, I had a full yeah. page spread, and it was just one photo of me. <laughs> I, I, Shamu or something hey, was brought up. I, I think at one point. I don't that, care how big you are, as yeah. long as you twist the throttle when you get on that thing. I was after you can be it. as big as you want, as long as you ride like you rode in 2014. Number nine bailing wire. Yeah, yeah. it was kind of hard on yeah. equipment, though. You have to admit, he's hard oh, on equipment. Okay. Period. Exactly about it, I had to fix everything you broke. <laughs> there are skid loader brands that won't let them uh, use those skid loaders anymore. It's making a bad name. Takaguchi's one. Yeah, Mustangs too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> the Amish have to buy those. Right, well. Piss on them, the Amish. Um, Rory, let me let me ask you. The the, uh, the team is such a unique thing. It, team International Air Hammer, and you compete with the countries 
and we actually beat Australia that year that I was I was involved. But it's really neat. Talk about that because I think it's it's really cool. And people that don't know what we're talking about, actually, let's start over. Talk about Farley Castle, what it is, and and what Team International Airhammer means. Um, well, Farley Castle for one is kind of like I guess it's like Unadilla here. You know, it's uh, they've been racing motocross there since the forties. When I was a kid, like the 500 GP was there every other year. Motocross Nations was there a couple of times. So it's just a place that's steeped in history, you know. So when you get there, it just has a really unique feel. Like you get out and you know something special like happened here, you know. Right. And uh, so that's a pretty cool deal. And uh, myself and Paul, I mean, we always wanted to, obviously we grew up looking at Euro guys because we were over there because Paul's English. And, uh Obviously, when you're a kid, you dream about riding 500 GPs like the guys you're looking at, and obviously, uh, we didn't get the talent to do that, but when this Vets to Nations thing started, it kind of gave us the opportunity to race against some of those guys, and you know, or I shouldn't say race, maybe be on the line with some of them, and you know, it's a pretty unique event that way, because you, we, I've been there years where the I raced against a guy that was racing GPs a couple of years before in, in Gordon Crockard. Bale was there, who's a world champion and AMA champion. You, you've guys like Graham Irwin that was winning British championships, and then you had guys like Doug Dubak and stuff, and we're all in the same gate together. So it's pretty unique that you can race against guys that from all levels of motocross competition throughout different eras. So it's, it's a pretty brilliant thing that way. So the gate has like 70 guys, which is... You know, it opens it up a lot for the different different eras and the different speeds of guys there is. I, I've got to ask you, uh, and, and we're going to go off off topic just for a minute, because I think about the Isle of Man and I think about somebody like you that might want to race that. I know it's a different style, but um, is there any kind of uh, an appreciation for the Isle of Man racing and the racers that compete there? Because seemingly their lives are on the line every time they get on, you know, swing a leg over. Well, it's, it's funny that you said that because uh, two things I wanted to do in my life was race 500s and race the TT. And in 2012, when I decided to go to Farley, my idea was that I'd do Farley one year and then I'd start getting ready to try and go do the TT or the Classic Banks Grand Prix or something. Something that would race around the Isle of Man. But since doing the Farley thing and all the sponsors that have come on board and the fun that we have and all that and meeting people like Tony there and all this kind of stuff. It's just kind of my idea of wanting to ride the TT is kind of taking a back step. Like every year I just gear towards Farley and that's what myself and Paul do. And there's a, uh, you said you're uh, grew up in Ireland. You've got, of course the Northwest 200 as well as a pretty rich road racing series there in Ireland. I'm sure uh, if you've spent any Spend any time looking at that type of racing, you probably were well aware of that, and there's some incredibly talented Irish racers out there right now. Yeah, yeah, there there is, and actually, uh, William Dunlop died recently, so uh, RIP to him. But um, yeah, I mean, the Ulster, the Northwest are big road races, but in the South or the Republic where I grew up, there's a lot of smaller road races, but they're they're national races, but. Um, it, it's crazy. They start off in grids like 40. The roads are hardly wide enough for two cars to pass each other, but you got 40 super bikes and or 4600s, depending on the class, just going for it. It's it's a pretty cool thing, and it's it's pretty unique. 
So how long do you guys spend there at uh, Farley? Once you're once you're laid in and you've got the bikes and everything round up, how long do you spend uh, at the facility? Uh, we usually roll in there on Thursday afternoon, and then we roll out on Monday morning. So it's pretty much four days or four and a bit days. Did I hear four and a bit? Four and a bit. Yeah. Rory, we're up against clock. It went way too fast. I'm sorry. I beg your pardon. Right. But but I know that you have Keith McCarty from Yamaha and a lot of a lot of good sponsors that help keep those bikes pristine. And they are. I mean, they are absolutely. They're like a brand new YZ490, and it's it's incredible how nice of equipment you have to have the nicest equipment or some of the nicest equipment in the pits. But um, talk about all the people quickly, please, uh, that help you guys go racing because i know that's a big part of you know your your thank you to them is uh programs like this where you get an opportunity to say thanks yeah that, that helps us and i would like to mention too our other writer which is joanne halpin she'll be riding uh pre-85 on, on a yz490 but um yeah some of our sponsors are 100 percent goggles uh vivo and charles over there alias mx boys and reeds bridgestone tires cotter motorcycles in dublin crankworks dryer motorsports here in indy Edco Engineering, XL Rims, EVC Brakes and Clutches, My Halpin Motors in Dublin, IMS Foot Pegs, Maxima Oils, NGK Spark Plugs, Tom Morgan Builder Motors, does a great job, Motion Pro Cables, Proform Exhaust, P&M Motorcycles, RK Chain, Race Tech, Zombie Motors, Trottle Jockey Graphics, Green Air Filters, Renthal Bars, Dave at Wisecoat, helps us a ton, Works Connection, and then of course Yamaha. Good job out of you, Rory. As always, safe journeys, my friend, and uh, much success in the future. All right. Thanks a lot for having us on, and hopefully we'll see you over there at some point, Tony. Rory O'Neill, a, uh, a famous Scotsman uh, racing. And uh, you know how the, uh, the, the Scots love the Irish? They do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I don't know. Not so much? So. No. no. Good thing he's on hold. No. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. He's anyway, chirping at you. Coming up next, Jake Johnson is going to be joining us. Before we go there, this portion of the show brought to you by Hicklin Power Sports. And right now is a great time to go into Hicklin Power Sports. And uh, one of their very own is here. He's the uh, the boss, if you will, of parts and service and so much more. And uh, he joins us now. Uh, if you would, P.J. Duran, talk to us a little bit about the continuing expansion of the dealership. Well, we are going through what feels like a never-ending uh, growth spurt. We've... Uh, Remodeled our uh, showroom extensively this year right. to incorporate, of course, the barbershop, which we've discussed, the garage gals, and make some more room, moved our parts department, and really tried to streamline things to make a better uh, in dealership better experience for our customers. Oh, that's huge. That's Bart Hicklin's uh, uh, overall design when he bought the place, and my God, has he done a great job by hiring great people as well. On-site financing is available at Hicklin Power Sports. Look for Hicklin Power Sports online at what? HicklinPowerSports.com. Back after this. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Chris Carr, multi-year flat track racer, former world land speed record holder. You're listening to Pit Pass Radio. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.